back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. A very happy Friday afternoon to all of you. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Less than 24 hours away from Badgers versus Cornhuskers. We're getting ready for it. We're about to break it all down here in a second. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Sorry, him text line. We want to hear from you guys. Predictions, thoughts, key players, all that good stuff. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. That's the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream. You can check us out on all those platforms as well. And we appreciate you guys interacting with us because we're about to get to these strict before we get into this conversation. So BJ says uh, other props for you. So I'm going to throw them at you. Uh, Braylon Allen over under 109.5 rushing yards. 109.5 over under rushing yards. Over. I'd probably go over to Brock Bowers, 56 and a half reception yards. Under. Under. Marcus Washington, 28 and a half receiving yards. Over. I'd go over too. Uh, and then this is from Robbie. He says, we should cheer for Iowa this week so we can play spoiler next week. Humskers. Weather's going to be a, a, a thing. Casey Thompson, whether or not he can you know, get through this week unscathed. With uh, that finger, I mean, listen. When you're playing in cold games like that, I was man, about to say that's that's be that's tough. that's the part that kind of has me a little bit apprehensive about this game, right? I think I think Casey Thompson of of we just haven't been able to do anything else with any of the backups right now. You know, either Smothers or Purdy haven't been able to do much of anything offensively. Um, with weather, with wind, it's going to be interesting to see how Casey Thompson because. It's not even just the fact of the the cold. It's not even the fact of just the air and the the wind. It's the fact of when a defensive end is coming off and he's in your face. Like what is what's your follow through going to be like? Are, are you are you really sure about your offensive line being able to pick up because if you go back and watch the film it was a stunt. It was it was a right. it was a it was a DN tackle stunt. Guy probably comes around into his face, and that's how the injury happened. What is going to be your apprehension level as far as that's concerned? That's why I'm I'm leery about that. I just don't know if the offense is is ready to go in a knockdown drag. I think they can do it for a half. I just don't know if this they've they haven't shown me they can sustain it for three quarters, let alone right. four. Well, let me ask you this then, because I, I think offensively, that's always been the biggest question for Nebraska. Uh, I think defensively, they've played pretty solid for the most part. What's the game plan defensively? Because I know that it stopped Braylon Allen. Does the weather play into this at all? I think so. Do you stack the box even more? I like, think it I, does. It, I think it, it does. I mean, Mertz is, hasn't shown a consistency. No. And, and, and that he's able to get the ball downfield accurately. Um, he's missed some some opportunities and receivers. Deep balls are not going to be it. So the run game is going to be imperative. So you've got to stop the run. If if you don't, and that's what the problem was in, in our in our last game, we did not stop the run, and they got into some play action, which got us into a little bit of trouble. So, yeah. What do you think, or, or how do you think Nebraska approaches this? Because even though Casey Thompson is going out there, he's banged up. You're coming off of a four-game losing streak. 
I like if if you're the coach and you're heading into this game, how do you approach this? Because we saw against Minnesota and even a little bit against Illinois, just getting up early isn't enough. Like that that's not going to cut it. So I don't know if it's maybe just keep ground and pound, but then on the flip side of that, you find Nebraska in so many situations where you go down and then you have to play catch up. So I'm just curious how in a game like this, because because to be honest with you, Strick, you're the one that you've played high school football in Nebraska. You know what it's like to play in games like this where it is oh. no bueno. It is no fun. Mm-hmm. How does the approach look a little bit different in games like these? Well, here here's the thing. Uh, you, you've got to try to eliminate the cold aspect. You've got to give them – you've got to play a game. If you're a coach, you've got to play a game within a game. So you've got to play like um, a motivative type of game saying, since we're not going bowling, let's take the pins away from them. You feel the analogy? Because they're not eligible yet. You feel the analogy? Right. Yeah. Take the pins away from them and play a game – Within the game, right? You know you're not going bowling. Well, let's take the pins away from them, right? Then next week, depending on what happens this week with Minnesota and Iowa, you come up with another game to try to get the guy because you you play you're, spoiler. You're you're in a you're in a mode now that you've got to figure out a way to keep the guys engaged. It's gonna be cold. Part, part a lot of guys when you're in, in losing records are not gonna want to be there. It's just an it's just an, a natural thing, right? So you've got to try to figure out these things to to touch their mind, to get them engaged, to want to do something outside that they may right. not want to do. Well, we talked to Travis Volkolek earlier in the week, the, the media did, and his biggest thing, he said that Mickey walked in and said, or didn't even say anything, he just pointed to the board and it said 2012. Last time you beat Wisconsin. 2012. There you go. And I think I think that in itself is the motivation, is that this team has punched you in the mouth and pushed you around for eight seasons now, trying to go for nine. And not only are they trying to go for it, they're the favorite on your turf. So I think there's motivation in that aspect, but I think that's a good point, Strick. I mean, you, you got to look at Wisconsin. They're playing for everything in the sense that they're trying to make a bowl game. Nebraska still can make a bowl game technically at a 5-7 and seven record. Then they look at academics. Nebraska, obviously, a very good academic school, so they'd probably be in that conversation. Also, you know, a fan base would travel to go watch a bowl game, but... Uh, let's get into it then. So I know we do this every week, and I'm going to ask you, and they'll probably be much of the same, but they'll probably be a little bit different, maybe despite the weather. Strict's three keys: three keys to a win, three keys to success. Obviously, you gotta you've got to hold on to the ball. You cannot turn the ball over. Um, this is going to be, and this is part of the two keys. This is going to they're going to you know work tandemly. Um, not turning over the ball. You've got to win the turnover battle. So if there's going to be turnovers, you want to be winning that 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 turnover battle. If you also want to have solid special teams play, you want to win the field position game. In a cold game in like a cold this, game. yeah. You want to oh, win the yes. field posi- posi- position game. You want to be in a scoring position, and you do that by moving the chains, taking care of the ball, and then winning the back and forth. It's kind of like a tug of war, right? You know, one one team, you've got to minimize them, get them on and off the field, and then you want to try to move the ball enough so that you get better opportunities in a smaller zone to be able to put points on the board. That's what you want to do. And then you you've got to you've got to win the running game. You know, they're, if you're going to hold Braylon Allen, running the football. you're going to hold Braylon Allen down. You know, if you're going to hold him b- below, um, you know, 109 yards, or I think he, I don't think he does. I think he maybe. 
can get towards his average potentially because they're going to be running it like that and they're yeah. pretty good. But I think we've got to win that. If you're going to win it, I think you got to win that, especially with not knowing where Casey Thompson is with his hand. I was about to say, talk about the Casey Thompson aspect of this because I know we mentioned it a little bit on the crossover is that my worry with Casey Thompson, I know that Mickey said that he's going to play. I've never had nerve damage. I, I don't know what that feels like, especially when it's on the throwing hand. I'm going to assume that the cold weather doesn't favor that. Probably makes it worse. Probably makes it tougher to warm up. Do you see any scenario where maybe he's a game-time scratch? I mean, I... I don't know. It sounds like he wants to play, which is always a good thing that you have a kid that actually wants to be out there. But I think he's the X factor in all this because we've seen time and time again, if you stack the box and you don't have a quarterback that can deliver the deep ball, I mean, it just kills you. Yeah. And it's killed them the past few games. Yeah. Um, haven't, they haven't shown much creativity. Um, I, I think maybe something that could be good is – Coach Whipple going up into the box. I think he's going to is what it sounds right? like for this game. I think that can be good. And the reason is, is you can get so caught when you're down in, in a narrow perspective of what's going on, right? You don't get to see the – like whenever I go to watch a game, I like sitting – up top. I like to watch I, it so I can see the strategy. I a can lot see of the, offensive the coordinators have moved up to the box. You know too, what I'm saying? Right. And I think that hopefully this will work so that he can start looking at some of the things that they're doing, see it from uh, a different perspective, and then be able to make decisions and adjustments based off of that. And I hope they do, too, because, again, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying I, I don't know what this injury is like, but it wouldn't surprise me if he had some type of irritation or something happened uh, with his injury when a game like this, too. So, all right, Strick, before we head out, uh, let's go predictions. What do you got? I, I, think, I think with so much uncertainty at the quarterback position, I just I, – I don't have enough confidence in, in, in our abilities in the line – on the defensive line to consistently, because they just have not been able to show me in more than two quarters or two and a half quarters that they can be sustainable and disciplined in maintaining gaps, maintaining integrity, continuing the hustle, continuing uh, to do the things collectively as a unit they're gonna to do what they're going to do. They're going to have to do that. And I, I don't know if it's whether it's depth or I just don't know if it's whether – I don't think it's conditioning. I would hope it isn't conditioning. By now. But, but whatever it is, it's just that they haven't been able to sustain it. And, and, and I think other teams are probably a little bit better in that in that realm. Well, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And I'm going to go ahead and, and favor Nebraska just because of the fact that – Casey Thompson's back, and I think, too, I know in the trenches, I would say Wisconsin's probably stronger. Running back-wise, I don't know if you put Anthony Grant on Wisconsin. I think that you'd see Anthony Grant putting up probably similar numbers to Braylon Allen. I think if you put Anthony Allen. Grant on Michigan or any other team I like think he's that, a Heisman he's, candidate. He's, and I, and, and he's again, getting that's it done. Nothing against Nebraska, but I think if you put him on one of those elite offensive lines and see what he can really do, he'd put up similar type numbers. So I don't know about the running back, but I'd say in the trenches are probably better. I just see a scenario. If Casey Thompson is going to play, I'll take Casey Thompson 10 times out of 10 over Graham Mertz. I agree. So I think I that I think the quarterback position, weirdly enough, in a game like this, I know it's going to be run heavy, ground and pound. I think quarterbacks are going to be the X factor because at the end of the day, if you're playing in a tight game and you're stopping the run and you're stuffing them, 
Someone's going to have to make a play, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put my money on Casey Thompson above Graham Mertz. I agree. I think he has better touch, better, but that's the thing I'm unsure about because of the cold and the Also, fever, receivers so. have been dropping ball in Woo. in environments Jeez. that are literally closed off in indoor environments, too. So, at this point, who even knows? It's just mm-hmm. an absolute mess on that side of the ball, too. Yep. So, uh, yep, someone's, yep. someone's going to have to make a big play. Somebody's going to, and, and who is going to be someone's that? Someone's going to have to make a big play. I'm going to say 14-10. Uh, 17-10 Nebraska. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really low-scoring game. I think they're going to be able to stop the run. Uh, and I think when it comes down to it, it's going to be Casey Thompson versus Graham Mertz, and we're going to see who ends up winning that battle. So uh, that'll do it for uh, this segment. So, again, uh, we appreciate all of you guys, and keep the text coming because you guys have been active on the text line as well as on the streams as well. Let us know your thoughts, predictions, what's going to happen in this one because, again, we are less than 24 hours away from knowing the outcome of this game, not even the start of the game, so definitely something to watch, and it'll be entertaining for sure no matter which way that you slice. So we got to take a quick break. We're going to wrap things up, and we're going to send it over to Bourbon Street for old school. Stay with us on the block, 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 